Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. Going on, Kingdom Success listeners, Tyler McCart coming at you. Um, episode, I think three seventy six. Yeah, three seventy six. Uh, I do not have a title for this episode, but uh, I think it's going to be a good one nonetheless. Uh, I'm pulling out of my. Actually, you know what? I want to go grab something real quick. And or do I want to drive? I'm going to drive. Not going to get out. And look, check something. But anyway, apologize, guys. All right, 376, here we go. So something pretty awesome happened to me uh, last night uh, that, quite honestly, is something that I'm glad I'm glad happened. So my, my son, Timothy, which, love that boy. He is a good, good boy. And... Uh, he is our middle child, though, but he is a good, good boy. He's got a great heart. So he he's getting ready to turn um, ten years ten years old uh, in December, and you know, as a dad, I I'm thankful because I have this opportunity that I kind of have a little bit of a do over, or where I might have missed some opportunities, say with Tyler Jr. There's some opportunities that I have with, say, Timothy that I might have missed with Tyler. And I'm kind of in that season right now where that I'm realizing these things that I should have done and I could have done, but I didn't do with Tyler. Because Tyler's 13 right now. He's getting ready to be 14 this month. And, you know, he's he's getting to be a big boy. And he's getting ready. He's, he's turning into a teenager. And Teenagers are just different, and Timothy's right on the brink of, you know, becoming a teenager, but he's not quite there yet. And so I'm wanting to kind of slow down a little bit with him as a father and bringing him up as a man and still, but still have that kind of boyish, uh, that little boy, like, you know, he's, he's always got dad's heart, he's always got mom's heart. And he can always count on us, which you always can, but it's just different whenever you're a little boy. Well, last night, last night, uh, one of the things that I've I've been doing with Timothy, um, you know, kind of sporadically, maybe I could uh, be doing it more consistently, but it's about every other night I do this with him. And that is where I'll just kind of crawl up in his bed and lay with him. And as I lay with him, you know, he's, he's really excited about me laying with him. One thing, one reason, you know, just kind of, uh, just in just talking, you know, we just sit there and talk for a little bit. He asked me how my day is. He asked me, you know, what, uh, what's been going on, you know, with me. And, you know, I ask him the same things, but it's really good, uh, to, to actually just have that conversation because, you know, there's always a great question that he might ask Timothy. I'll have to give Timothy credit uh, 
Uh, he is probably our most inquisitive child. Uh, he's got more questions uh, that you can st- shake a stick at, and the re- he wants to understand why or what what does that mean, Dad? Or you know, I don't understand that, Dad. What what? So, you know, he is very very inquisitive about things. So let me get a quick swig of this uh, protein shake. Hang on, guys. So, Timothy and I are sitting there, and we're just chit-chatting. You know, we're having a we're having a good time, and asking about his day and so forth. And somehow or another, the topic comes up that he goes, he says, "Yeah, you know, Dad, I, I you know, I pray about something, or I prayed about something, and you know." you know, or prayed about this thing right here. And just like some of my prayers, just, they don't get answered. You know, God doesn't answer my prayers or whatever. And, (laughs) you know, if you know me, uh, if you know me, you've known me long enough, you know, obviously I have like a little bit of a different answer that kind of, you know, really kind of made him question some things. Now, I didn't know this when I was his age. I didn't know this until I was probably in my mid to uh, mid twenties, maybe late twenties. No one ever taught me this. Okay, what I'm getting ready to say. So Timothy makes that statement, and I said, "Well, that's kind of interesting, Timothy." I said, "Timothy, my my prayers that I pray get answered 100% of the time. 100% of the time, and." You could hear the silence (laughs) in the room. You could hear it. And Timothy said, well, how's that possible, Dad? And I said, well, it's pretty simple. Uh, You know, if if I ask anything according to God's word, God says he hears us, and he's a doer of his word. And Timothy's like, well, I, I still don't understand that, Dad. You can hear you can hear his little his little brain, you know, just turning and trying to figure this out. And I said, "Well, Timothy, it's a little it's it's a little bit like this. You know, God's got some some things in the Bible that He has told us, and that we've got to know that we can lay claim to. Now, let me let me kind of." jump out of this whole story and let me mention two scriptures that I want you guys to remember. And these are probably, and I've heard some ministers say this, but I, as I've, you know, grown in my faith and as I've just, you know, started even last night, these two scriptures right here are probably some of the most powerful and potent scriptures that are in the Bible, all right? That is Psalms 89, verse 34, and Numbers 23, verse 19, okay? Let me read 23, 19. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, all right? God is not a man that he should lie, and then in Psalms 89, 34, it says, My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that comes out of my lips. Wow. All 
right? I mean, you could, I could even look at, um, uh, you know, what's the Isaiah verse where it says, my, re- my word shall not return void. It shall accomplish the thing which is sent it. It shall prosper. You, you know where I'm at, okay? You can go look up that scripture uh, right there. But these two right here are juggernauts, all right? Really, especially 89 verse uh, 34 in Psalms, my covenant I will not break nor alter the thing that comes out of my mouth. Now, let me go back into my story with Timothy. So as I'm sitting there talking to Timothy, I say, Timothy, if God said it in his word, then it is lock, stock, and barrel. It's, It's as good as done because God cannot go back on his word. I mean, God is so powerful, but the interesting thing is, and I hope I'm saying this right, the interesting thing is God is all powerful, but he is, he limits himself, he limits himself based upon his word. And that's a pretty powerful thought just right there. Now, I didn't say that to Timothy at that moment, but I did tell Timothy, that God, God will not break his word. If God said it, he will do it. And what I said, Timothy, but what we've got to do, what we've got to do is we actually have to believe what God says and let everything else be a lie. So, and here again, you know, when I was Timothy's age, (laughs) none of this was being taught at the place where I was growing up in church. I'm not going to drop names or anything like that or denominations, but you know, you've heard my story long enough to, you you know, these types of things were not being taught. Now, what, what I told Timothy, I said, Timothy, you know, if, if dad said to you right now, Hey, Timothy, in the morning, in the morning, in the morning, I'm going to, when I walk out the door here, I turn around to you, Timothy. I say, Timothy, hey, man, tomorrow morning, hey, buddy, I'm going to make you breakfast, right? I said, Timothy, if I told you that, if I told you that, what would you you do? Well, Dad, I'd believe you. I'd believe you're going to make me breakfast tomorrow morning. I said, exactly right. Now, God is way more of a promise keeper than Dad is. Dad might sleep in. Dad might... Uh, have something come up, whatever it is. But God is even more of a promise keeper than what dad is. And I said, Timothy, that is why you can take it to the bank. You can always uh, believe it and receive it whenever you hear, um, you know, some, you know, something come up in you. Now, so I said, I said, so Timothy, I said, so let's, let's, he goes, well, you know, like, Yesterday or this morning, Dad, when I couldn't find my my blue jeans, what what could I? How should I? What should I have said or what should I have done? I said, Well, what did you say? He said, He said, Lord, help me find my blue jeans. I said, Well, that's actually a great start. There's nothing wrong with that start right there, Timothy. I said, What did you do after that? I said, Well, I kind of, you know, looked around and you know started looking around, but then I kind of gave up. I said, Okay, and then and then what happened? And I said, he said, well, then I got mom involved. I asked mom to come help me. 
And then we found my blue jeans. I said, well, did God answer your prayer? He's like, oh, yeah, he actually did. I said, but I said, but did you kind of doubt that you were going to find your blue jeans? Yeah, I kind of did. I said, well, this is where you've got to know the Bible, Timothy, and start to, you know, understand that, guess what? God has given the Holy Spirit to you inside of you, and he lives inside of you. So do you think the Holy Spirit knows everything? He said, yeah. I said, do you think the Holy Spirit wants to tell you where things are at? Yeah. I said, do you think he's given angels charge over you to minister on your behalf, what it says in Hebrews? He said, yeah. I said, well, could you have asked your angels to help you with that? Yeah. I said, there you go. There you go, buddy. There, therein lies that you just have got to know the word. I said, you know, if, if dad got sick, dad got sick, something was, you know, going on with dad's body physically, I would personally go to the word and I would start to confess and meditate and thank God for my healing. What it says that by Jesus stripes, I am healed. That's in Isaiah. That's in, uh, I think first Peter, um, two 24. So you, when you know these scriptures, guess what? You have authority to say, to say to God, Hey God, I know what your word says right here. And so I'm just wanting to let you know that I know what your word says and I know you're not a liar and your covenant you will not break and the thing that's come out of your mouth you won't you just go back to Psalms won't won't break or won't change. So I believe your word, Lord. I'm standing on your word no matter what what it happens, I'm standing on your word. Now, Timothy later on so came downstairs and he was looking for something and we got back in the conversation and all of a sudden my daughter, Trinity, got involved with the conversation. That, man, when I told Trinity that, hey, you know, my prayers always get answered, she was like, she kind of cocked her head and said, what? Raised an eyebrow. <laughs> I'm like, I had to explain to Trinity that based upon God's word, if I know what God's word says, my prayers should always be answered. Now, they might not be answered exactly the moment that I say, well, I take that back. The moment that I pray those, that I pray the word, is the moment is the moment my my prayer my prayer is answered okay so that that's something that is has to be believed and received right there guys i can't i don't i can't sit there and you know say it the other way it's like when when is faith faith is now that's why the hebrews chapter 11 uh verse 1 says now faith is so Faith operates not in the future, not in the past. Faith happens now. So that there's a big difference between hope and faith. Now, if you hope that God's word will work, you say, you know, hey, Lord, uh, I'm hoping that you, you, you heal my body, or I'm hoping that this, you know, this bill that I've got, you'll take care of, you know, for me. Man, that, that's that's future tense. God's, God doesn't operate that way. He's already done it. So it's a lot, you know, I can use another example. It's a lot like you uh, knowing the laws of the land, you know, that if you know that if somebody comes upon your property improperly, you have the right to tell them to get off your property. Now, is it always, you know, is, do, sometimes you might have to put up a fight about it, Right, but guess what? If they're on your property, you have to 
get them off your property and you have every right to get them off your property. Now, let me go back to this whole scripture. So going back to Timothy. So Timothy comes down and says, well, so then what that's basically what you're telling me is, is I, I can command the Lord to, to do as word. I said, well, it's not exactly commanding. I mean, just think about it, Timothy. If you came downstairs and you're sitting there and you go, dad, I command you to give me, uh, my, my breakfast, like you said, do you think that's really going to fly very well with dad? No, it's not. Same thing, brother. Same thing. That all it is is, hey, dad, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for serving me breakfast. Thank you that you promised me that you're going to, you know, make me breakfast. I'm looking forward to this breakfast, Lord, uh, dad. Thank you for making me breakfast. I really appreciate you making me breakfast, dad, like you said you would. Whole different wording, whole different tone right there, guys. And therein lies where the things have to, that's, that's, the, that's the attitude. It's, it's after you have believed the word, believe what God said, and you take it, you say, that's mine. That's what it says in God's word. I, I take it. I, I'm placing my faith. I'm hanging my faith on this. Once that happens, then it's just a matter of you thanking and praising God for the manifestation or for him actually doing what he said he was going to do. Has already done. Already has already said he's going to do. Right? That's that's exactly what you do. You don't waver from it. You just begin thanking him for it and praising him for it that it's already done. And you don't waver, you don't change, you don't get off of your confession, you don't get off of your belief, you don't get off of your faith at all. And even if you did, even if you did slip up and you know, say, well, it's not working, or well, I don't know if this thing really works. Even if you said that, repent, ask for forgiveness, and then cancel that C or cancel that confession with the word. Say, nope, Lord, I'm back up on uh, what you said in your word right here. You said in your word that, that guess what? By his stripes, I'm healed. Or all my needs are, uh, are met according to his rich and glory in Christ Jesus. Okay. Now, I didn't get a chance to say this to Timothy, but I'll, I'll have to say this right here. It does change. Things do change when you actually get involved with somebody else's faith. All right? When it involves someone else. So like, let's say some, I've got a, a gentleman right now who uh, had to go to the hospital unexpectedly, and I'm waiting on some uh, results. We're waiting on some results from him. And so I'm, I'm believe, I believe by faith what, he's, what he told me he believes, that God can heal him. And so I'm not going to change my faith, but I can't control if he changes his faith. I can't control what comes out of his mouth. But Tyler, Tyler is going to stand with him. I'm not going to change what I, what I confess over him. Now, so again, and I'll have to explain this to Timothy and, and Trinity and really my whole, all my kids tonight, is that, you know what, when if you have to couple with somebody else's faith, you've got to really meet them at their faith level. That's a whole other uh, topic, a whole other uh, 
podcast episode right there, guys. You have to meet them at their belief level, their faith level, and partner right there where, where they're at, what they can believe. All right? Now, let me go back to your faith and what you believe and what you can receive for. All right? So this is why, this is why that you want to have the word continually. This is why I told Timothy, this is the reason why I know this, Timothy, because I've studied the word. I've listened to, uh, you know, thousands. I'm not even, and I'm not even exaggerating. I've listened to thousands of audio CDs. I've listened to thousands of audios, period, from podcasts to YouTube things. I've listened to too many of these uh, teachings, and also I've meditated in the Word too much for anything to change my faith. It's, uh, I heard a minister of the gospel say, you know, that um, they were actually, I think, at this uh, somewhere in the, in the Philippines or in Singapore, and she was looking out her window of her, um, of her hotel, and there was this beautiful, huge, huge fountain just springing up uh, in the middle of this city. And it was huge. It had to be at least where it was shooting up at least for two or three stories high how much this fountain was shooting up in the air. Just beautiful fountain. And the Lord spoke to her and said, so is your heart springing up when you fill my word and you get to the overflow of having my word continually in your ears, in your eye gates, and coming out of your mouth. That you could not get anything dirty or filthy or anything down into that fountain because there's too much coming up out of that fountain to be able to get anything. Now, you have to do it every day. You can't turn the water off. You can't, you know, because the, the, the golden goose that's laying the golden eggs is the word. You've got to stay with the golden goose. You've got to keep You've got to watch over. I've done a whole entire podcast episode of watching over the golden goose. You cannot get off of the golden goose. You've got to keep feeding the golden goose. You've got to keep that spigot turned on where that fountain is concerned so that, guess what, nothing can change that. Nothing can pollute it or anything. No negative words, no you know negative thoughts that basically majority of your thoughts are always positive. Now, they might fly over your head. They might want to, but they're not going to nest there. They're not going to linger there. They're not going to stay there, okay? This is your confession. This is how you keep basically strong faith, guys, strong faith. So, kingdom success. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. Spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side. Yeah.